Hello, my lovely ones, and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hey. Hi. Ah, we're in. This is so much better. Good. Hi, Sarah. Magli. How are you? Dying, you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel okay. We had a weekend, a child-free weekend. We went to see some friends in London. Oh, child-free, child-free? Like, full weekend? How long to how long? Uh, Saturday morning to Sunday late afternoon. Wow. Yeah, nice. Uh, So we went to London to have a night with some friends, and that was really good. Um, (laughs) But I do feel quite tired because we went to bed quite late on Saturday Mm -hmm. or early. However, where she decided to look at it early Sunday. Anyway, and yesterday, last night with Isla was uh, difficult. Not because she was difficult, but just because <laughs> you were you were still feeling the effects of the early morning. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, needless to say, she had a ready-made meal. We all went to bed at eight thirty, almost nine o'clock, maybe. And yeah, she woke up at four, and I thought I was going to die. Oh, and this she, morning? Yeah, four o'clock this morning. Oh, yeah. And normally we hesitate in terms of like, do we give her a bottle? Does she need a feed? But I'm not gonna lie, I didn't hesitate. I thought, right, let's go make a bottle. <laughs> And she'll just go straight back to sleep and it was okay. And I potentially would have tried to encourage George to take the night shift. (sighs) But he had his first exam, piloting exam this morning. And? um, And he passed. Great news. Great news. No, that's okay. That was so Um, for, for, for those listening and not watching, I got really excited, and the Magali mimed me like turn the volume down. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still rhyming her <laughs> because otherwise it just comes out so loud. Oh, yeah, I feel weird. I'd like twelve hours sleep. Well, if you don't count the wake up, so I feel good. But I'm just, I'm too old to be having a night drinking, going to bed at five a.m. We went to bed. It's not that you're old. It's that you're not responsible for another human being who doesn't understand this yeah who who doesn't understand shut up mommy needs to rest (laughs) (laughs) it gets better when they're older now owen (laughs) with owen if i'm hungover i'm like owen go play video games leave me alone yeah i look forward to that um sometimes how are you um i've got my period So I rarely get my period. Why rarely? Because I have an IUD. Yeah. Which stops me from having my cycle. Why do you have it now? As in, it stops me the majority of the time from having my cycle. I get them maybe once every three to six months. Wow. Like that's like, so you just don't know? It just comes naturally to a certain extent? Not uh-huh. naturally, but... Or like, I'll get like one day of spotting and then mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very minimal. It's not minimal today. <laughs> Yeah. And what I've realized is I don't mean to blame and I am not blaming. (laughs) (laughs) 
But whose fault is it? Tell me. Go on. <laughs> but being in a relationship with another woman, I realise that our hormones are syncing up together and I'm getting my periods more and more. Oh, interesting. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this was not listed on my pros and cons list when being bisexual I should have thought more deeply into it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny I actually got me my period as well on Friday and then all of a sudden I realized congratulations like, thank you thank you very much I realized like I was a bit irritable last week and I thought oh what's wrong and your period comes and you're like ah that's why yeah the thing is we had we had the same but different yeah but the good thing is I guess is that Shruti understands because George just doesn't get it men don't get it but Magali two emotional women at the same time that Mm. are irrational Like, we do both get it. We both also have our own emotions and want mm. to deal thing- with things slightly differently. Mm, give me a for instance. Like, sometimes we get emotional. Like, one starts crying and then the other one will start crying because the other one was crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. And then all of a sudden, we're both crying. And, like, we're both like, oh, it's not your fault. I'm like, I'm not mad at you, but I'm crying and I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still too loud, apparently. <laughs> you were... <laughs> I'm trying to, like, tune her down. <laughs> I feel like my microphone needs a tune down. <laughs> yeah, an, autom- an automatic. Turn down Sarah. <laughs> Does Fruity ever say that to you? <laughs> no, but she puts her hand on my knee. Is that is that a sign? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, it's like, calm down, my love. It's Aww. okay. Oh, that's sweet. Except if she does it five times in a row, that I'm like, get your fucking hand off my knee. <laughs> <laughs> I am how I am. Accept me. <laughs> You're choosing to marry this craziness? Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I see that too. Sometimes George will say something to me and I'm like, you knew who I was. You knew exactly who I was. You made a choice. Whose fault? <laughs> she's turning me down now. You guys can't see. <laughs> but she's not like, you know the thing, it's like in Friends when Ross does that to, to tell everyone, to, not everyone, I think it's Ross and Chandler to be quiet. Um, yeah, I say that to George. I was like, you knew exactly who I was. <laughs> Whose fault is it? It's not mine. Not that it's hers either. Like she has no control over it, right? So like we should all be in control of our own emotions and all that type of bullshit but (laughs) anyways so yes so I realized however great thing is that we're often if our periods are aligned we're often horny at the same time you know the pre-period no you don't get that (laughs) (laughs) never mind (laughs) (laughs) what what is sex sorry I haven't felt that in years no I'm kidding no, but like, do you not? No, pre- I do. Pre period, like, get ex- like really horny. So actually, I'm horny at the moment. I get it oh, yeah. during my period. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's normal. But there's also like a precursor and then during. I was too grumpy. <laughs> I think that overshadowed any horniness. And he was fighting back rather than consoling you, and so that that's not going to make you wet. Well, not in that yeah, way. That's not going to make me wet. Oh my gosh, that is so crude and it's not so crude but <laughs> so much more like vulgar than I had um 
but... transparent yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah I was like yeah just grumpy so that overshadowed and then George uh. he tries to <laughs> you know do you and Trudy have this I was talking to um my friend Becca as well about this you know when you're, you're grumpy and then your partner is like trying to comfort you but you're not yet ready to be comforted oh so you say not now but then when you are ready they're not coming to you so then you get mad that they're not no, coming they're not to you, coming to you. <laughs> But then at that point, me and Trudy will go to one another and then both of us start crying. Oh, that's good. I'm a bit too stubborn. Yeah, I'm stubborn too. But then, like, I want her there. So why is she not there? Yeah. So then I go to speak to her to ask her why she's not there. I break down, then she breaks down. <laughs> this actually happened over the weekend. Oh, yeah. George and I had this at, like, at the end of last week as well. I was just mm-hmm. grumpy. You just, you know, bicker, stupid stuff, like, blah, 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 blah. And then he was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, you're what's wrong. <laughs> So come to me and comfort me. Did you me. actually say that? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't. I, and I don't actually feel it either. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, and like. Good. You're allowed to feel whatever you want. Agreed. Agreed. But um, I didn't feel it. But, you know, in that sense, you know that it's not them. But you're like, you're not it's making. It's not it, me. Exactly. It can't be me. Surely it can't be me. <laughs> <laughs> so it must Fucking be you. perfect over here oh my goodness good weekend you went to the cinema with owen i went to the cinema with owen yes um we went to go see puss in boots too mm-hmm. the last wish anyways it was good owen wanted to go it's nice and it was nice to have that quality time just me and Owen. Mm-hmm. um he's becoming such a mini adult that like he's like oh can i walk home from the cinema then so then he walked home by himself you went to the cinema together you drove yeah. home and then yeah. he walked home yeah i had to get some things from tesco's beforehand so we left the car at that tesco's car park okay and then walked to the cinema okay and then you walked from the cinema to tesco's and then drove from tesco's home and he just walked home from the cinema to home Correct. okay does it feel weird it's more like is he gonna survive what if he crosses the road at the wrong time what if a fucking truck pummels him like is he gonna make the right decision when the barriers of the train come down is he gonna run it to try and get underneath and get stuck and then the train comes through or is he gonna slide underneath or is he gonna be responsible and stop like all of these weird occurrences start playing in my brain like a freaking movie oh yeah because um in your town you have the like train crossing Mm -hmm. But he came home. He's alive and well. Yeah. but And we had done this earlier in the weekend, but Shruti was with us. So we had given him my phone and I had Shruti's phone. So he, we said like, oh, text us when you get to the train crossing or like so that. I don't know. Every so often he would like send us, I've arrived here. So we could almost like check in. Yeah. Which is stupid because this is such a short distance. But yeah, we're so yeah. used to... <laughs> <laughs> You're so needy. Yeah, people are probably thinking that it's like a really long distance, but guys, it's like <laughs> 200 meters. <laughs> nah, it's more than that. I'm going to Google it now because I feel like I need to. <laughs> so, But this time when he was on his own, I was on my own. With, so I, did, I only had my phone, so he couldn't. So it was more the fact that like, anyways, I just passed him. I saw him. Yeah. He was alive and well. I was just going to ask, did you just drive so slowly right behind him? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, confirmation of the distance. Got it. Hold on. Please hold, caller. It is exactly one mile. Okay. Actually, no, that's the wrong location. Hold on. <laughs> it's half a mile. <laughs> that's good. Hey, baby steps. 800 meters. Yeah. 800 meters. 
Yeah. Have you thought about getting him a phone? So we don't want to give him his own phone. We think that's too much responsibility for such a young age, but he's only 11. Also, I think he's still, and we're not good examples of this, he still hasn't figured out when to like let go of a phone. So like how much should he always have it and contact people, leave it rather than like, oh, somebody's texted me, doesn't mean you have to mm. respond immediately. Mm-hmm. And also there's some sort of like etiquette of like how you speak to people and you know they have less filter when they're that age mm-hmm. um and we've noticed it because a lot of kids in his class have phones and there's group chat and uh i told owen he could join a couple with my phone number so that he doesn't fully miss out but also that way i can control a bit how much he engages with it and also review some of the content and it's not great content a lot of the time what um, do you mean by that like sometimes there's some bullying in it Sometimes it's people, you know, the kids are using terms they don't understand, like you're so gay and using that as a negative aspect, Mm. you know, and then some of them are calling till 10 p.m. trying to do group video calls. Um, And that's like, you shouldn't be doing that. I just don't think he's, it's right. He's ready yet to have his own phone. I don't think it's the appropriate age. What we've considered is getting using one of my old phones and getting like a cheap SIM card so that in situations like this or like when he w- wants to walk home from school, he has a phone at his disposal. But then once we get home, he gives it back to us. Mm-hmm. So it's only used for the moments he needs it rather than it becomes his everyday use. Does that make sense? Yeah, that must be. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what I would do if I realized, like, for example, Isla, when she grows up. And there's, you know, she's in group chats and there's some bullying. To confirm, is the bullying aimed at him? No. No. But that's... Well, not that I've seen. Yeah. But there's there's been instances where Owens use foul language in the group chat and I've told them that's inappropriate. Some people have called him out and then they've removed him from the group chat. And then he's upset because he's no longer included. Wow. But like, he also needs to understand the consequences of you shouldn't be using language like that. I only know the fallout, so I don't know if they said something else to trigger that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, nothing should be enough to trigger that language. You shouldn't fight fire with fire. Yeah, but he also, I mean, needs to learn to defend himself. And, you know, what did he say that you thought? I, was- I don't know, because I just saw fallouts of it separately. Is it because I don't have all of his, he got removed? I only saw that he got removed. I and then one of his friends said in a private chat to him you shouldn't have been speaking like that da, 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 okay. so like I don't know what triggered that and I don't know I, ha- I don't have all the information oh my god and yes I agree that he should defend himself but you don't necessarily need to swear to defend yourself yeah agreed agreed and bringing somebody down in order to bring yourself up isn't the right way to do it um, 100% but so it's finding those and those so there's those sort of etiquette and understanding social interactions so obviously you only learn as you get older he's only 11 he hasn't learned all of that yet which is normal but which is why I don't think he's ready yet for the responsibility of a phone where he would have that continuous stimulation and communication style with other kids that also don't have the maturity and understanding of what's appropriate to communicate yeah I mean even as a as an adult sometimes we're only human and you know you react to things someone says something that's upsetting and you bite back and I mean even yeah at my age sometimes I struggle biting my tongue if I feel that you know if I feel someone's attacked me I can only imagine that obviously when you know you're his age it's 
you because don't you know. have even less of a filter, right? Mm-hmm. Which is great. What I really envy about kids sometimes is like they wear their emotions on their sleeves. So like they will feel and share that exactly how they feel right in the moment. Rarely do they hide that away. And sometimes I envy that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let me feel shitty or let me cry in the middle of a supermarket aisle. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I spoke to you about this uh, the other day when I when we were on FaceTime, but for the listeners, guys, I had I had an experience with Owen and it's just, it's so heartbreaking. And I was actually talking to mum about it this morning because I spoke to mum on FaceTime and I told her that Owen had texted me because of his show in March and he had invited me to his show in December uh, his Christmas show and I wasn't able to make it and then he's texts me inviting me to the next one which is at the end of March and I can't make it and having to say no to him was genuinely so heartbreaking oh my god have you ever had to say no there's something happening in school and you've not been able to make it yeah all the time yeah. as a single parent like juggling a full-time job and then mommy duties like there's so many things but the way I try to make it balance in my head is there's certain things I always say yes to like what Christmas performance there's always a Christmas performance a play or a singing carol or something like that we always go to it mm. no matter what first day of school yeah I'm always there to drop him off last day of school I'm the, always there to pick him up those are my three minimums everything else I think are you know like the cherry on top of the Sunday if I can make it work wow. and if I can cherry on top of the Sunday <laughs> What an expression. Cherry on top of the cake, no? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. I prefer Sundays than cake. And why are we putting cherries on top of a cake? I don't know, but I think that's just like the saying. Cherry uh, on top of the Sunday. It's a terrible <laughs> saying. Why are we putting cherries on top of the cake? I prefer cherry on top of my Sunday. So I'm going to say cherry on top of my Sunday. Well, also, and who eats that cherry? Do you like yeah, it? Yeah, it's fucking delicious. No, I don't think I've ever eaten it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know they make those exact cherries dipped in alcohol, which you can eat, which is really delicious. Yeah, I don't feel like it's something that I would enjoy. Do you know what I never understood is sucking eggs. I'm not going to teach you how to suck eggs. Who are you and why Why do I need to suck an egg? Whoever huh? needed to learn how to suck an egg. Who's sucking eggs? And how did this come to you? <laughs> it's, an, it's a British saying. I'm not going to teach you how to suck eggs. Which means I'm not going to teach you something you should already know how to do. Who's sucking eggs? I don't know. (laughs) That's why, but that's the expression. I never understood. Is it raw? So in my head, I always imagine like an egg in the shell and then like you have to suck it out of the shell. But is it raw or cooked? No, it must be raw because you can't suck a cooked egg. You can't suck a cooked egg. I think it comes from where you have to drill a hole and then take the egg out without breaking the shell. Anyways, British listeners if you're listening to us please help us <laughs> so apparently it, oh no go suck an egg an expression of anger scorn or disdain primarily heard in u.s canada the example charles says you never do any chores around the house you just leave them for the rest of us exclamation point and then sam replies oh go suck an egg charles <laughs> no oh uh but teaching your grandmother to suck eggs is a british saying Referring to a person giving advice to another person in a subject with which the other person is already familiar. That's what I was referring to. Oh yeah. Have you seen have you seen the image? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
my gosh. Hang on, I'm gonna screenshot. Mm. Oh, it's so gross. Honestly, who? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna take a picture. I'm just scrolling through the images now of sucking an egg. Right, I'm gonna screenshot this so that I can um put it on the Instagram when we when we release the episode. That is so funny. Wow. Weird things. Here we are. Yeah. What else is new? Tell me. Yeah, I've got Monday blues too. I was feeling great this morning. We woke up so late. I didn't wake up till quarter past eight, which great, but it was such a rush then. Oh, Isla has her first day with the new childminder today. How how is she with Sarah? Um, so listeners, we have had I think I might have mentioned we have had some childminding issues because our usual childminder, so Isla has two childminders and one of the usual ones that she's gone to from the beginning since she started unfortunately has had basically her daughter uh, had a car accident she's in hospital she's continuing to not do very well she's somewhat stable but anyway so obviously the childminder has taken some time off work understandably but we have you know again obviously needed to find um, an alternative option so we finally found a new childminder who is lovely and today is Isla's first day with her uh yeah it went well so I arrived this morning and this is so funny so she's got like a back door gate and there's a code and she texted me the code <laughs> and it took me so long so at the end of the code there's an x and I thought that it was a kiss at the end of the message <laughs> I tried the code so many times until I realized that the x was actually part of the code so I don't know who I was I was like oh I'm just sending me kisses lovely anyway um so finally got in and then there was no one there and I thought oh my gosh have I got the day wrong because it's totally something that I would do but she was like actually running a little bit behind but yeah left Isla Isla was upset when I left but I think that's normal and presumably she's settled now because I haven't heard from the childminder so yeah she had this morning I think she's getting a little bit bunged up and getting a bit of a cold because this morning for the first time ever Isla is not a child that gets sick very often but today she had like a little bit of gunk in her eyes and I did google I was worried that it might be conjunctivitis which can which I know can be really quite contagious but I did google it and she hadn't like the symptoms didn't actually match up I think it's just like their sinuses it can sometimes come through their eyes or something if they have like blocked like what are they called ducks like ear ducks ear ducks that's it anyway is it bad in my head I was like (laughs) don't 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 be sick get get away from me (laughs) no not get away from me but just don't be sick so that in the nicest possible yeah yeah, Yeah. you can get away from me (laughs) oh my god wait wait until she's at school if she vomits you have to keep her home for 48 hours even if it's just like she overate something and she's she like bombs or like Mm. any bomb spell 48 hours you're at home yeah 48 full hours. It's not like, oh, she puked on Tuesday evening, so you could send her in on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, Owen's at an age where he can, like, occupy himself. Yeah, but when he's sick, he doesn't want to occupy himself. Watch films. Yeah, but then he's often in front of the screen, and then that sometimes yeah. doesn't actually help anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're sick, that makes it worse sometimes. You need to rest and sleep and maybe read. Like, he's not going to want to do anything like that. And I'm working then from home, so, like, trying to juggle a sick kid. Also, you have to feed them then at lunchtime, so that adds on to the load. And, like, <laughs> yeah, this can't you just starve quietly while reading a book in your bedroom, please? <laughs> You've already inconvenienced me enough. 
<laughs> this morning I was raging because oh, I didn't have any pre-made, like, you know, you can get the pre-made food. Breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Or mm-hmm. like lunch or dinner or whatever, the, just the pre-made baby food things. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, we didn't have any. And it, so we've woken up. It's quarter past eight. I've got Isla ready for the day, which takes a long time. We've, we have to like, you know, lather her in her cream because of her skin, et cetera, et cetera. And that actually always takes a really long time. She's fighting. She's trying to eat the cream <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, it so is. But then you can see it's so funny to watch her because she's like, so she touches her skin and she obviously sees that it's like a bit slimy. And so mm-hmm. she puts her hand to her arm and then she looks at it and you can see that she's like trying to get the cream off her hand, like shaking her hands. It's sweet. But um, but this morning, oh, so I checked the cupboards because I had to pack her lunch and her dinner. She's having dinner with the childminder. And then I realized that we had no pre-made food. And at half eight in the morning, I'm literally cooking up tuna pasta, which fine. But then I thought, what do I make for dinner? I made a stir fry. I thought to myself, who the fuck am I? It's half eight in the morning and I'm literally cooking my 16 month old a fresh stir fry. Like, oh, I don't, I, I don't even do that for myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to being a mother. <laughs> Doing things you wouldn't do for yourself for other people. Oh, I know. What does this week have in store for you? Any exciting plans? I went away. <laughs> Don't sound too excited. <laughs> I feel like this makes us sound like awful, but it doesn't. Oh my gosh, let me tell you something so sweet. And then you can go back to okay. uh, talking about um, being no, able the to live your life. The of her not having chat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I, oh my gosh, I had the sweetest moment with Isla last night. So I went into her room at 4am, gave her a bottle, blah, blah. And then honestly, oh, it's going to sound like so, I don't know, cringy or something but I really had one moment where I thought oh my gosh this is so fucking perfect she couldn't fall back asleep so I just grabbed her and she nuzzled into me so I was big spoon and she was small spoon and I had my like my arm over her and my hand in front of her and with her hand she just did you just take your bra off (laughs) (laughs) nothing like the relief of taking off your bra I'm bleeding and I literally I was in the office this morning and then I couldn't be there anymore and then I came home I'm still in my jeans but I've done undone the buttons and then I've been sitting here really uncomfortable for the past I don't know how long 33 minutes (laughs) 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 no people are gonna know now how much I edit depending on where you are on the episode you just see how much it out. <laughs> They're probably at like six minutes. <laughs> Anyways, and then yeah, I just I had to take my bra off. So I was like, oh, you're talking. Let me just do that. So where am I? I'm hugging Isla. I've got my She's arm nuzzling in. She's yeah, nuzzling in. I've got my arm oh. over her, and my hands a little oh. bit open. Shut up. <laughs> Don't mock me. And then she takes <laughs> my finger with her hand and just grabs it so tightly. I thought I was going to cry and she's just like tight in me and I can just hear her breathe. And then as soon as she did that, as she like had hold of me, she just fell asleep and I just started to hear her snoring. And then I'm not going to lie. So hang on, this is funny. She was snoring and it was pissing me off. I couldn't sleep because I really need a quiet room to sleep. And like I said, she's a bit bunged up. So when she was breathing, it was like... <laughs> I was, it was such a cute, cute moment, and then you're like, "Oh, then she's breathing." <laughs> no, it was really cute, but then I was like, "Right, how do I stop this child snoring? How do you stop a kid from snoring? Because if it's an adult, how do you keep an adult from snoring? Well, you can wake them up, like be like." <laughs> 
turn on turn that on your stuff. That doesn't stop them from snoring. That just wakes up their sleep. Well, no, but you know, you can be like sometimes I say to George, like if he's snoring, I'll wake him up and I'll be like, You're snoring. <laughs> Does Shuti yeah. ever do that to you? Well no, she's much more considerate. She used to. And then she and then she's realized that actually waking me up just means that she it stops for five minutes, like two minutes. Then I go right back to sleep, but she still can't sleep. No, but sometimes the way like if a person moves their body like p- changes yeah. their position in their sleep it you know it'll change the way they breathe and it might yeah. change the fact that they're snoring mm. anyway but with Isla I didn't know what to do <laughs> I don't know this is so and you awful. didn't want to you didn't want to get rid of that sweet moment of her holding your finger because so how do you move a child with the finger holding and the nuzzling and the... well exactly so what I did <laughs> <laughs> you got magnets to come pat her on the back or something? I pinched her nose. <laughs> because I thought... Did you hope that would open her mouth? Yes, I did. And? It did not work. <laughs> Go, Isla. <laughs> she did... the snoring war. She was just like... <laughs> <laughs> and just went straight back. But anyway, um, oh, it was so sweet. It was really, mm. really sweet. Yeah. I love those moments. It's weird because Owen is also... Owen is really weird. And I don't know how much of this is because Shruti's now part of our life. But he's literally halfway between, like, being a little kid and wanting all the, like, cuddles and attention. Mm. And then the next minute, he's a teenager and he doesn't want anything to do with us. Mm. I think that's normal. Uh, yeah. But I've noticed that he's seeking, like, Kela and Bizu's hugs and kisses a lot more um, than he did before. That's nice. Yeah, which is really lovely. Sometimes it's a bit mad. Mm. I'm not used to it anymore. Mm. Um, but no, but then I'm like... Sarah, make the most of this. He's not going to want to do this for much longer. Yeah, <laughs> going to get in the mood again. It is. It is so hard though to say to yourself sometimes, like when you're not feeling like you have a lot to give to them. It's so hard to actively be like they're not going to want. They're not going to want this forever. You know, make the most of it now. If you're not in the mood, like you you still should make the most of it now but it's so easy for other people and even to, it's so easy to say to yourself you should make the most of it like to actively make the most of it is actually really quite draining sometimes and and like as much as I need to make the most of him like what about my own life you know what I mean that's what like <laughs> no but it's what we were talking about right make the most of what his 11 years right now of him being a child yeah that's also 11 years of my life yeah 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 so should I make the most of him being a child in those 11 years? Should I make the most of prioritizing myself during those 11 years? Like, it's a hard balance. Oh, yeah, an impossible uh, balance. Yeah. And no matter what you do, it's going to be wrong. Uh, yeah. Because everybody else has an opinion about how you should do it or what percentage of time you should dedicate to each person and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's exhausting. <laughs> Happy Monday! <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that it's actually going to be Tuesday when when it's out, but um, it's Monday for us when we're recording right now. Yeah, and then but then it goes back to the social cues, right? Like, how much of that is like learned behavior due to so- social and culture? You know, like the moms at home being the housewife, looking after the kids. Her life is on hold while the father figure goes and gets all the money and lives his career, and is still considered a great dad even if he's not present in the child's life mm-hmm. and how much of that is like what I actually want mm-hmm. anyways yeah yeah don't get me started on that because I could I could run about that for years and years and years but going back Owen's away oh yes Owen's away this week he's leaving Wednesday coming back Friday with school can we discuss how 
he's gone for two nights. I already know. What was three it? Three days, 170 pounds. Yeah. When I spoke to mum this morning, she said 200 pounds. But yeah. How did you, why did mum tell you this? Um, oh, because I just asked about the uh, family chat on Sunday. Uh-huh. And she just said that, like, she just basically gave me a summary of everything. And she said about that. And then she also said, so, okay, one, I let me just confirm. I agree that that's an extortionate amount of money. Um, but she also said that she offered you to have Owen for like a whole month in the, in the summer and that you didn't jump at the chance. <laughs> Correct. Okay, I sense. Go on. Go, go, mm-hmm. go. Well, no. Just mom's a planner. So she wants to know everything and she wants to know it now. <laughs> right? And so like, I, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm doing in the summer and yet she wants me to tell her what she should be doing with my child over the summer. <laughs> And to be fair to her, I never said no, but her plan is based on a lot of contingencies. I agree. And I said, you need to wait until those contingencies confirm or happen before we can make that plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. (laughs) I didn't mean to, like, throw fuel on the fire. Oh, Oh my gosh. No, we, because I said to her, I can't remember what I was talking about. But I said, oh, she spoke about having Isla. And I was, and she said, oh, and then I also offered Sarah. She's going to have Isla without you? Well, no, we just, but like she just said, because obviously she's retiring this year. She has more time to spend with her grandkids now. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Grandma, take the kids. <laughs> that makes her sound like she doesn't spend any time with them. But to, like to... To confirm, no, she doesn't, but, like, I don't want to... Not in a bad way. Exactly, exactly. Like, geographically, she's not here. She's always worked a lot, like, blah, blah, blah. But I I feel bad putting that message out into the world that she doesn't... But at the same time, like, she's so great as a grandma to the point that when we would visit, and sometimes she would still work when we were there for a week, Mm -hmm. Owen would wait by the the garage door for her car to come home, and she'd be like, Mommy! home and then run to the garage to the car mm-hmm. to try and like find her i have a um you'll never guess what i'm doing what are you doing <laughs> in march so we are going we're going to mom's for like the weekend before easter anyway and dad is coming has very kindly offered to come here to look after magnus but what he's going to do he's going to arrive two or three days I can't remember what it is before we go and then leave two days after so that like we spend time yeah on the Thursday so we leave on the Friday and on the Thursday George and I and his dad and his sister we have an evening planned because it was um it's his dad's birthday the next day so we planned an evening blah blah blah. we're going to a comedy club night which will be super fun but I had said to dad by the way you're coming like fine come before but we do have these plans on the Thursday I can't change them. We've booked tickets. I can't even invite you, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he said, do you have a babysitter for Isla? And I said, oh, no, I haven't planned that far in advance. I thought I'd think about it, you know, closer to time. He's going to have Isla. Great. For a whole night, a whole evening, he's going to have to give her her dinner, put her to bed, change her nappies. I can't wait. Let me know how that goes. Um, but you know what? In my head, I think, and I can't wait. I can't wait to hear. But the thing is, is, is it bad that even it's not going to, like, what can go bad? It's not going to go bad. Um, the only thing that could go bad is that obviously he in himself has a terrible time, but then also no judgment because sometimes I have a terrible time looking after my own child. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the interesting part of our father is how he's very sensitive to noise. 
like loud noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, well, <laughs> what's a what sixteen month old? <laughs> you can't really control the amount of noise. No, uh, but I think at the same time that pushes him out of his comfort zone. So yeah, it's yeah. not a terrible thing either. And like he's actually pretty good with kids. Um, most of the time do you know what I mean like he just needs to find his interaction point which gives it takes a minute sometimes but he's actually not too bad no well he's like playful and stuff like that I can't I honestly (laughs) is it bad that part of me hopes that it's chaos because I just can't wait to hear like the anecdotes (laughs) (laughs) it'll make for great podcast content (laughs) yeah yeah. maybe you give me those anecdotes live so I can oh my gosh um but yeah i'm looking forward to that that'll be fun that will be fun yeah no but but it's good and you know at least that way you've got some time he's helping out he also gets some time with isla which he doesn't often get oh yeah this is why i was bringing it up because we were talking about um mom spending time i for a second i forgot like why i was telling you that story um but yeah it's nice to be able to like have our grandparents not our grandparents sorry it's nice to be able to have their, their grandparents. grandparents yeah spend time with them like without us yeah which rarely happens because when we go we normally go as a family to go see the grandparents in france switzerland or wherever mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so no no i totally get that which is why owen was so excited when you took him to switzerland over the summer and mm-hmm. um, because he's like oh you're not going to be there and he got to spend once he spent a week in nice with mom i went down for the weekend he stayed for the week and then Colin brought him back to me mm-hmm. um but, but rare yeah it's, it's a rarity and I think we become so self-reliant on ourselves because we don't have that family mm-hmm. around us that when it does happen it's quite ah, yeah, it's like but, an angel singing yeah but it's also a bit strange in my head like it's not that I doubt mom or our dad but in my head I'm like have you taken like can you take can care you of survive? a baby yeah and, and like of course they can because they've done it and even if they hadn't done it like what do you really need to do you need to make sure that the baby is warm enough fed and changed do you know what and I alive. mean yeah <laughs> I, I didn't feel the need to specify that but yes I feel, I feel like you should <laughs> anyway so at the end of the day like when you think about it you know it's quite it's easy to a certain extent I'm not saying you're gonna love it but whatever it's definitely doable but still even I still feel yeah it feels strange in my head I'm like when's the last because it was so long since they were parents sometimes you yeah, you forget that Maggie, they really were Maggie, parents you say you say it's easy if it's so easy why are we complaining on a podcast every week <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. What I mean is the like the active, yeah, yeah. The she's like digging. <laughs> the active tasks technically are not difficult. As long as it's for a short period of time, and then you have a mental break and walk away from the child, then it's fine. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not saying it's going to be mentally and emotionally easy, but the active tasks are, you know, technically relatively simple. Like any, anyone technically could do it. And this is why natural mother nature allows us to have kids and makes us forget about the difficulties of it. And this is why so many babies are born. And then we get to actually living through it and having kids. And then we realize it's much harder. This is why nobody tells us it's so hard. Yeah. Because the active tasks, are so simple mm-hmm. but also so I spoke a couple of weeks ago by the time this gets released it all have been a couple of weeks ago on an episode about my postpartum depression and when I was talking about it it's like it, I, it was a bit of an out, outer body experience because it's like I lived through that but now that I but looking back in my head I'm like was it really that hard 
could I not have of given course. myself a kick up the bum? It's like you forget how mm. hard it was. And and I think that's also like with most things, yeah. you know, whether whether that you know it's childbirth, relationships that have gone wrong, uh, you know, or work or situations or accidents or most, you know, it's it's how in our brain in human, you know, it's for us to be able to continue moving on. We have to let go of some of that pain. Mm-hmm in order to focus on the future because if we carry that weight and that pain forever mm-hmm. it's just going to drag us down right mm-hmm. um so no so i totally agree but then when you go back and dive back into that pain mm-hmm. it's really hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um question yeah. and i asked i asked dad i asked mom and I have, I'm not sure if, I, if I've asked George yet. I don't think I have, but I think I'm waiting to ask him live because we're going to do an episode of a podcast together on Ooh. like relationships and stuff. But I'm going to ask you live now, <laughs> live to the world. Dun, dun, dun. Did you, did you notice or realize that I had postpartum depression? And if so, when, like how, yeah, tell me, go speak. Um, there's no right or wrong answer, by the way. I'm just curious. Yeah, no. So I know you were struggling. Mm-hmm. I knew you were struggling a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm not sure if I would have identified it as postpartum depression mm-hmm. or or how much of that was also like, it was COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, there was a mm-hmm. lot of depression around mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what. And I don't know how much of that was you being depressed because you're stuck at home with a newborn you can't do anything nobody can come visit you and everything else so the whole situation was quite depressive Mm -hmm. or if it was the chemical imbalance of postpartum depression Mm -hmm. but I would definitely I did identify that you were depressed and what had triggered that I hadn't identified if that makes sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. did you ever think of like having a conversation with me um I talked to mom about it interesting and I every time I tried to gauge with you how you were doing you're like oh it's another bad day but it's okay and so I was like I don't I also didn't want to bring you down Uh Uh because sometimes you fake it to make it right if I pretend to be happy enough I will get to that happiness Uh so if you were faking to make it I didn't want to be like actually Sarah you know Magli you're lying to me why are you not why are you pretending to feel great when I know you feel like shit yeah 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 No, but it's so true because so many times, like I said on the episode, George would come home and say, hey, how was your day? And, you know, sometimes I'd be like, bad, bad, bad. You know, it's not been a good day. And then I I just got bored of saying that. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it's okay because I'm tired of having the same conversation around the fact that I'm struggling. So I'm just going to say it's okay. And then, um, yeah, yeah, no, um, I'm just curious. Um, Yeah. yeah. And then I think also because I couldn't come see you, it's a conversation I would have wanted to, I feel like I would have been better able to gauge it. If I could see you and like we could speak mm, face to face. Mm, mm. Also to confirm, I don't even think I realized it mm. at the time. And I don't actually think I realized how bad it was until I was completely out of it. Mm. Well, that's, that's that survival instinct, mm-hmm. right? You, you don't think about how bad things were until you're out of it. And sometimes even when you're out of it, you don't want to think about it because why go back to that mm-hmm. dark hole? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to get sucked back into it so like it's not not uncommon whether it's uh you know postpartum depression or just a difficult period in your life because you know when I separated from Owen's dad and I became a single mom at the age of 22 I could tell you shit was hard but I you know like I didn't think about it I did day by day tried to survive and Mm -hmm. got out of it yeah because you you literally you have to with a kid yeah 
you have to like you have no other option no no yeah 100 okay let's take a pee break and then you can come back and tell me go back to owen's camp he's going away for a couple of days i forgot his home oh my god always going off in tangents okay brb right oh sorry oh owen so owen is going away for three days two nights with school 170 pounds i've had to fork out for this year <laughs> for him to drive 40 minutes away from our house to be in the woods in a log cabin thing with his other peers and learn to do some sort of team activity climbing trees and stuff like that which is all great and amazing yeah what's money yeah imagine if you had twins yeah we have yeah. quite a lot of twins in Owen's class no you're right it's like it's so bless those parents but yeah, it's disposable income, like 170 pounds of just disposable income just for one week for, th- well, not even a week, for three days. It's not like it's the only thing we pay for at the school. Like, so he goes to public, our local village school. I always get confused between public and private schools in English because in English, public schools are the ones they pay for. No, public. You don't pay for public school. State schools are public schools and public school in English are private schools. No. Yeah, in England, yeah. So Owen is in a state school? He's in a state school. And public is private? Is It's private because the public pay to get in. Anyone can go to it. Anyone from the public can go in as long as you pay for it. So what's private? There is no private, not in British terms. Interesting. Are you sure? Private is public. I love how we spend a lot of our time Googling. Yeah, I'm Googling this right now. Public school. Public school. Oh my gosh. In England and Wales, a public school is a type of fee-charging private school originally for older boys. They are public in the sense of being open to the public. Wow. You're welcome. Unbelievable. And state school then is what I would normally consider public but state- because we say public and private schools which is the american terms oh interesting i never realized that i was using the american term for that wow learn something new every day um okay so so owen's in a state school and so there's you know like donate so that they can use the pool which is fine and after school activities yeah sure and then like school lunches which is fine like that's normal but then, and then there's like, oh, you want to go see the panto, which all the other kids are going to go see? Mm. You should pay for that. And mm. anyways, and now these three days and two nights, which is 30 minutes away from my house, which I could drive him to. Yeah, 40 minutes away from home. That's like, that's so close. He could basically come home and you wouldn't have to pay for it. But you get, you get an evening by yourself. Oh, I get two evenings by myself. Exactly. Surely that's where triple. <laughs> it means I have planned a date night with me and Shruti. Oh, nice. What are you girls doing? I am surprising her and taking her to a burlesque show in London. Fun! Yeah, it's the, it's the dinner there, three-course dinner plus burlesque show. Oh my gosh, so fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. She doesn't know. Oh, wow, like a pre-Valentine's Day. Like a pre-Valentine's Day, because we're not going to celebrate Valentine's Day. No. Not that we do. We, we're not big Valentine's Day people. No, me neither. We're more like, we'll get a cute card. Yeah, a good excuse for, you know, a glass of wine without too much guilt. But yeah. Exactly. And, like, we make maybe a nice little dinner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get the expensive cheese rather than, like, the Tesco's own cheese. <laughs> Living at large. <laughs> Cathedral Cathedral City. <laughs> Instead of Tesco's. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, how fun. An exciting week ahead then. Yeah. Half we... naked people, alcohol and food. What else is there not to love? Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs>
What are you doing for Valentine's Day with George? Nothing. Like, not nothing. Again, no. Oh, this is a thing. Like, it sounds really bad, I feel, when people are like, oh, are you doing anything for Valentine's Day? And you're like, no. And you feel like you sound like the world's most boring couple. But like, Or like you... a Grinch on Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly. Day. We'll, like, we'll probably make a nice dinner at home. It'll be a nice excuse to have a glass of wine on a, I think it works out, on a Tuesday or something like that. Um, so, yeah, just chill. But I don't think we'll do anything like and what are we going to do with Isla? Are you getting Isla a little Valentine's Day present or card? No. Should I? So this is what I used to do with Owen when it was just the two of us. I would get him a Valentine's Day card. In our family, because you've mentioned it in your podcast previously, and we've talked about it a lot of times, but in our family, we never said I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not something we do. We don't really communicate our emotions mm-hmm. unless they're angry and then they come out spewing <laughs> rather than positively. <laughs> <laughs> I it used to be like that it, I don't feel like that's an accurate description of what it's like now personally it's, I don't feel like that anymore. okay so it is evolving yeah but that was our foundation uh yeah to a, yeah yeah to a certain extent growing up okay. I would agree okay I didn't want that for Owen mm-hmm. and so not that I ever forget to tell him I love him but I wanted I wanted to make sure at least on that day that I said it to him but also I wrote something that I appreciated about him. So I wrote a little card saying, I love you. And here's a few reasons why. Mm-hmm. And That's I just... Amazing. Love that. And so it's not more about the commerciality, but making sure that we can point at least one day where we can, we say these things that we appreciate about each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're right. We don't need to have this one day to do that. But because we can do it every day doesn't mean we do do it every day. Yeah. And then we forget to do it. And so that's one thing I really tried with Owen to at least as a minimum, we do that. Because yes, we can do it any other time, but why not also take this opportunity to do it? Yeah, I love that. You know what? You're 100% right. Um, I will say, actually, so our dad listens to the podcast and he listened to the episode or I mentioned that I didn't remember growing up saying I love you very much very much or even hearing it that much and he actually said something to me and I found this really interesting because I hadn't although I knew it I hadn't realized the extent that this was going on I used to always ask mom and dad when they put us to bed or put me to bed I used to always ask them to say see you in the morning and I would struggle to go to sleep if they hadn't said to me see you in the morning and if they didn't say it I would ask them to tell me that they would see me in the morning and dad reminded me of this and I found it interesting because in his head he was like it's like there was there wasn't an end it was never-ending connection do you know what I mean Mm. there was no closing of the night no you don't need to say I love you bye Mm. I will see you in the morning and for him and I completely understand for him that was more powerful than anything it's a connection that's never going to end I'll see you in the morning. That really reminds me of like how, or just how different people navigate, right? And communicate. Um, You know, we talked about like love languages and I don't know if you've done the test with George, but what your love language is. Mm -hmm. But me and Shruti have very different love languages. So sometimes I'm like, I need that verbal uh, reassurance or input of like her actions match her words. Mm -hmm. While for Shruti, her love language is only actions so I don't necessarily need to tell her how I feel as long as I show her mm-hmm. how I feel mm-hmm. towards her I need so, both. because <laughs> I need both too I need both yeah <laughs> 
Because for me, though I read your actions right, I just want to make sure I'm reading them right. So I need the reassurance in, in the verbal to make sure that I'm not reading the actions wrong, that you actually mean mm-hmm. those actions and those were your intentions and you're not doing it just, and it happens to coincide with what I wanted from an emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean now? Like, mm-hmm. I need it to reinforce. Well, Shruti, she's very much, because she's action-orientated, as long as we do the task, she doesn't necessarily need it verbalized often. Once in a while, of course, she'll want that. But sometimes she forgets to verbalize it because that's not what she needs. And so, and I guess with, with um, dad, his action is... We're always going to be there. Our love is strong enough to keep us together. I don't need to verbalize it. But actually, because that's not your love language, you needed him to verbalize it. Mm-hmm. Um, And not just him, just to confirm, I don't feel like I heard it from mom or no no you know, I like was, yeah. yeah 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 just using him as the example um yeah because he had a conversation with him yeah <laughs> but George is exactly the same as Shruti in that sense um he doesn't like he does but <laughs> maybe I'm too needy but <laughs> he doesn't vocalize it as much as sometimes I feel like I like I need it um and I'll say to him you know tell me you love me <laughs> Um, but it's good at least you have those open like lines of communication to say that and me and Shruti often come back to that like or like if we get in an argument after we've I don't know had our emotional downpour of it like what actually what was the trigger was it that like this weekend we got in a not in a tip but um I was trying to put up a tv on our wall it didn't go well there was then just a bit of a crater in our wall from where the screw was trying to go in (laughs) Uh, Shruti was downstairs on a phone call with her phone so she couldn't help me during this process but then she just arrived and all she saw was the crater in the wall mm. and then I obviously feel like I'm failing because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't accomplish my mission of putting the TV on the wall instead I just broke our wall <laughs> to her credit like she wasn't mad or anything. she was like okay so what do we do now and I said we're going to stop we're going to patch up the wall because we have putty to like fix the hole putty putty like it's like a plaster putty where you to put into the hole okay so that then it becomes like a natural wall again yeah yeah yeah. okay and there's there's not a major crater there (laughs) great he's like oh do we have a little spatula thing to put the plaster thing on top of the wall and i'm like yeah let me go find it because i couldn't find it in our toolbox like oh no we can just use and she picked up something to use and i said no it's okay i have it just wait but she either i didn't vocalize that loud enough or she didn't hear me it doesn't really matter i go downstairs i come back up she's plastering it with the thing she's not meant to do it and i have the spatula in my hand (laughs) and then the emotional outpour came out and then it was obviously just a communication thing um she thought i was mad at her because she wasn't there to help me when i was trying to put the tv up i thought she was mad at me because i created a crater in our walls like (laughs) communication is so hard and I actually find it harder to communicate sometimes like the smaller things no it's Mm -hmm. sorry it's not that I find it harder to communicate the small things sometimes I find that miscommunication happens more on the like the minutiae because you're like oh it's so small oh it's a quick misunderstanding let's let it go actually those things link into the bigger stuff yeah Uh uh-huh well anyways you will have a nice evening together we will have hopefully yeah. a fantastic yeah. evening together gosh i feel like we've not done much parenting chat but it's just life so this is life like it's not 100 percent about kids you're so right and like and fuck, as much i as, love my child but fuck the child yeah and as it's funny because as much as of all people I feel this and I believe this. Also, sometimes I'm like, I should be talking about my child more. Do you know what I mean? No, I should be talking about my child more. But then 
Do you know what I'm trying to say? As much as I, yeah, really yeah, I mean, it's a podcast called Mumming with Magley. What yeah. am I if I'm not talking about mumming? <laughs> Human is what you are, but like, obviously, we can't address that because you know that's reality. And surely, I can't. I can't be human. No, I know exactly. <laughs> okay, right. Let's love each other, but leave each other. Sarah, I love you. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> It landed weirdly. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, hey, like, open space. I'll be editing this part of the podcast. I can tell you that for sure, though. <laughs> um, no, okay. I am going to... Magaly? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want it, do you? Give it to me. Je t'aime. Oh, lucky. See? It sounds better in French. It just sounds better. I'm not gonna lie. You said it in English. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Um. No, I know exactly. No, I know what you mean. Oh, I hope you have a good week. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening to us. Don't forget to. What should people be doing? Like and subscribe and rate to the show. And also, don't forget to contact us if you ever want to be part of the podcast. You can join us on Instagram at Mumming with Magaly, or feel free to email me. <laughs> well, email me, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> email Magaly is what I'm trying to say. Don't email me. I've got nothing to do with this. I'm just a loving, supporting sister. <laughs> yeah, so so email Magaly. The, the email's in the description. <laughs> Of the podcast on Spotify, because we're the best. Yeah. Um, and Apple and Google Podcasts, because I'm an I'm an international podcaster. Are you actually on all of them? Yeah. Whoa. So yeah, guys. Well, I was going to say find us, but if you're listening to this, you found us. <laughs> keep listening to us and keep finding us every week on a Tuesday morning. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.